Hello, and welcome back to the Flaskful of Failure podcast. I have already fucked up the name. We're off to a great start. We are on episode number six. Kind of making this way. Actually, as of right now, I have not at all worked on episode five because I have been moving. But I imagine by the time I get this one out there, I will hopefully have put episode five out too. So we'll hopefully make that work. But today, instead of talking about our normal thing, which is up until this point been video games, we're going to talk about something else in honor of the fact that uh, Infinity War comes out in like, what, it's like two weeks now? Something like that? Um, good question. The 27th. What is it today? The 14th. The 14th as of recording this. So yeah, in like two weeks it comes out. So in honor of uh, that coming out, I think we're going to do a three-part podcast of basically going over the uh the different phases up until the point that they've come out and uh just discussing those and our feelings on all of that so today we'll be talking about phase one we'll also be kind of starting it out by talking about uh some of our favorite heroes from the mcu and also uh what we think is going to happen in infinity war because i think by the time this is finished infinity war will have been well out so i think Hopefully we might be able to have a time where we all can talk about our feelings on Infinity War. We'll just, you know, play it by ear. But um, that being said, uh, I am your host, Logan, and today I'm joined by, as per usual... I'm your not-host, Scott. And I'm your unhost, Taylor. Alright, I'm glad we got the unhost in here, too. So, yep. uh... We've covered all the bases. The host and the anti-host. Yes. I, I mean, to be fair... Destined, that's the... destined to do battle in the end times. Yes, I'm ready. I'm not ready. I'll be ready one day, though. Um, you better be, you little bitch. Anyways. <laughs> so, uh... Let's, I guess, just start by the, the simplest of things... Let's have a little discussion about our favorite Marvel characters. And we'll go specifically by, like, Marvel Cinematic Universe characters. So, no adding X-Men in there as much as you might want to. Um, I guess Scott... I was gonna... just gonna sit... I was just gonna sit here and talk about Jubilee for three hours. Please don't talk about Jubilee for three hours. It's Man, too late, it's happening now. Oh no! That's another, that's another podcast for another time. We'll call no, it, like, the, the Jubilee Circle Jerk. With uh, no circles and no jerking, so and no jubilee, so yeah, it, it, it's basically just useless. Boy, I'm excited for that. Are, are you? I hope so. It's... You heard it here first. Episode ten of this podcast will just be two hours of nothing. Hooray! It'll be the nothing cast. I mean, to be fair, it's already two hours of nothing because it's us talking. That's fair. All right, now so. uh yeah, so Scott, let's 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 talk talk a little about your your favorite of the Marvel Cinematic Universe characters. All right, let's do that. Yeah, <clears throat> let's see. Um, what do I like? I, I like... Was, I'm also gonna put it as I'm I'm gonna put like one more just like justifying like thing and or not justifying uh, whatever the word is I'm looking for. Um, let's like we that. don't have to necessarily put it at hero. It can just be your favorite character 
that's like a main character and not not like oh man i liked extra number five in this one movie so so like hawkeye (laughs) hawkeye is in fact the fifth of the extras yeah you're right he's the leader he is the leader of the extras amanda fani um Let's see. Uh, I think Iron Man is probably my favorite. Oh, that's, um, that's interesting to me. Probably. Well, obviously, like, well, we're talking about MCU, so I'm assuming that means that, you know, we can assume. Because, like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much of Iron Man's personality in the movies is. Uh, uh, Accurate my brain can only my brain can only say Tommy Lee Jones. What's his name? Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. It, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, well, it's three <laughs> names, uh, and I okay. couldn't. But uh, yeah, Robert. I don't know how much of it is just like Robert Downey Jr. and how much of it is Iron Man. Robert Downey but... Jr. portrays Iron Man very well, according to the comics. So. Okay, well, good because I I think he's hilarious and sassy and stuff, and also. Um, I do, I kind of like, I like his, not that it's a particularly groundbreaking thing, but I like his, how he like turns superheroing into a business or not like superheroing per se, but it's like, he has this business aspect of it and he's not really like, he, like he doesn't even hide it from the beginning. Right. He Yeah. Um, no, he's like the exact opposite of Bruce Wayne. Like Bruce Wayne is very rich and fights crime. But, like, he's not a pompous ass. He does not try and display himself in public that much other than, like, kind of what he has to do. And he never talks about the fact that he's Batman. Right. So he's kind of like... Actually, now that I think about it, Batman and Iron Man are pretty similar. In they that are regard. in like, ways. They're both, like, dudes that are just making use of the tools that they have and the money. Yeah. Batman's just much more dark and brooding and... I don't know has has some actual issues, but we could do, we could get into a whole discussion on that later. Yeah, some other point. I mean, he has tons of issues. Just it's not like his don't his don't worry me quite quite as much. Like I right. I think about Batman and like my first thought process is like <clears throat> he might need to seek some help. Iron it's... Man, it's like he's a pompous ass, but like he's just a pompous ass. It's not like you know. Right. He dresses up in a mechanical suit because it protects him and keeps him safe, not because he was like, I was once attacked by a metal suit, so I donned the metal suit <laughs> to go I fight crime. By a metal suit. Um, what was Prince Batman really by the bat? I actually think there is like actually a, a thing of with Batman where like he was... This is from something I read like a long time ago when I was little, and I don't think I've ever forgotten about it. But it was like he wasn't attacked by a bat, but he like either saw a vision of a, like a giant bat flying into his house or something that scared the shit out of him. He's like, "I'm gonna conquer my fears, and I'm going to become that bat," kind of thing. Well, yeah, cause I I remember there being like a panel from like one of the really old original Batman comics where he's just like sitting in his den thinking about being a superhero, and then a bat swoops in. Because that's the thing that happens. That's not, it wasn't into just your a house. fucking standard bat, though. It was like a giant demon bat. Yeah, and not... The big bat flies in, and he's like, oh shit, I'll be that. 
It was Bats are even, scary. It wasn't even fucking man bat. It was just a giant bat. It was just a bat. Yeah, not man bat. Still silly, but uh, we're, we're, we we have we have fucking derailed this fast this time around. Indeed. Fucking yeah. thirty seconds, and we're already talking about Batman. I uh, I now granted I haven't seen all the movies. Uh, there's a large possibility that I would like Doctor Strange. He's pretty uh, great. Doctor Strange is pretty great. Uh, uh, Doc, I, Doctor Strange starts off as like the biggest of assholes, though. He's like Tony Stark without the charisma. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm a surgeon, and then he drives too fast on a road and breaks his fucking hands, and he's like, my hands. And I'm like, don't drive fast on the road then, dumbass. <laughs> my hands. <laughs> and then he becomes a magic man. Yeah, and fucks with Dormammu. Anyways, continue, Scott. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, the other thing about Iron Man is like I'm pretty sure I think it might actually be the first uh, Marvel movie I saw, which actually looking at this list, it was the first one, period. So that would make sense I guess. Or not the first, the first one in the phase or whatever of the MCU I suppose. The first the first phase of the MCU was the beginning of the MCU so Iron Man was okay. the actual first Avengers movie. Uh, is that or so? Is that Avengers. is that like part of the reason why he's kind of at the center of everything? That and he does have a lot to do with comic books. Like uh, <laughs> once we get to phase two, we'll talk about no phase three. We'll talk about Civil War and how I like and hate that movie at the same time. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's he's a big factor in that because the whole plot of Civil War was an actual comic book, which involved a lot more people than just the other one and it was just an Avengers thing of like uh Tony believes that heroes should have to register and Cap believes that they shouldn't have to register. It's this whole big thing, but he's he's a big part of that. And he also he has a lot to do with the founding of the Avengers too. He kind right. of he kind of spearheaded it with Nick Fury. Yeah. And also just from a general like financial and sort of planning stage the first iron man movie was definitely like the foundation for all the other ones a lot of the later movies kind of especially the individual ones for individual heroes kind of reflect iron man in sort of their their arc mm-hmm. iron man like, was oh. a very much a risk at the time yeah and they're like oh maybe this will work <laughs> actually looking at the list it it took 2 years for this to get off the ground like iron man was in 2008 and apparently it was like a super big success and like incredible hulk i don't count because like kind of it's it's canon in the same universe but like nobody ever talks about the incredible hulk movie mm-hmm. uh but then uh iron man 2 wasn't until may 7th of 2010 so it was two years later before they even started making this oh excuse me a bigger thing yeah i think from the incredible hulk i think the only thing that carried over was sad i think yeah well yeah that and also uh what's his name ross oh mark ruffalo wasn't in the incredible Hulk. that's what i that's what i thought so i was like that's why i was like he was cast for avengers which was kind of strange but i feel like it worked out in the end doctor 
All right. No, uh, why is you we ignore this by phases? Stop talking about Doctor Strange. <laughs> is is there is there more to that, Scott? Is a uh, more reason uh, to. I don't think so. Also, the first Iron Man movie is kind of an enigma to me because I like I don't my brain has like attempted I don't remember a lot of the beginning of it and so my brain has pieced together how the beginning went and I have like so many questions and confusions based on the first the beginning of the movie probably due to the fact that the first time I saw Iron Man was uh, on a young bus back in like 2009 when we were going on a field trip to an aquarium so it's fair yeah that make that would make sense yeah i'm i'm kind of hazy on all certain parts of uh phase one so this is going to be a interesting adventure um but yeah i can i mean it, it's funny because most of the time when i talk to people about you know like favorite marvel heroes iron man is not one of them i don't mind iron man i think he's all right i think um uh, RDJ makes him kind of he does a good job with the with Iron Man but at the same time like also like the pompousness of him gets to me sometimes mm-hmm. which I also think is part of I, I think it's part of the character but it's still just like sometimes I'm like you're you're hamming it up a little bit too much there bud nah. so mm-hmm. yeah no Taylor who's your favorite uh my favorite um i don't know i've always had the unfortunate like thing where i don't care too much about any of the core avengers like the ones in the original avengers movie like i like all of them fairly equally but i'm not like oh i'm the biggest captain america fan boy uh i don't know loki's kind of my boy i like loki a lot i i I relate to him I can't can't do the the hair, but you know, I like I like the sneaky Trixie villain who isn't just. I feel like the problem with a lot of the the uh, Marvel I forgot the name of the fucking comic company Marvel movies. <laughs> uh, the problem with a lot of their villains is they're just the hero, but evil. Like in the original Iron Man, there's the Iron Monger. Even in like the latest Black Panther, Killmonger is just literally just another Black. Is Panther. just yeah, is an orange Black Panther by the end, um, and that and then you know the Winter Soldier. Even though the Winter Soldier is a pretty good movie, and Bucky's great. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> I like that Loki is not just an evil version of Thor. He's like an actual foil, where he's like very different and operates in different ways. Which I think is funny because you just hit one of the biggest problems I have with the MCU on the head, which is too many clones. Or too many. The villain, the villain is just the hero, but different. The He's hero, gotta... but like evil or something. Yeah. Not to. I like Black Panther a lot, but when I saw in the trailer, that there's oh, there's an evil dude in a Black Panther suit. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> great. It's just going to be. Who's the better Black Panther kind of mm-hmm. deal? Yeah, I like Loki a lot. I also yeah. kind of like Scarlet Witch. She's cool. I keep forgetting about her. Holy shit, she's like, yeah, yeah her and her and Vision like are are existent, but they're like, ha ha ha, you get to wait to see them so that we can destroy everything later. Um, well, yeah, because I mean, if they 
they kind of have to sit out in the Civil War movie because they'll just kill it. They'll just win the fight. <laughs> um, but yeah. I like and Loki the... for the mm-hmm. reason that he follows mythology in a lot of ways. Um, in the first Thor movie, he just seems like a bitch. And the following Thor movies, he becomes much more of a unique character. He gets kind of his own, like, you You can feel the fact that he has real emotions and that he's not just like a, I don't know, he's not, he's not just evil for the sake of being evil. He's a trickster god, which is his whole point in mythology. And in mythology, him and, him and Thor aren't enemies, but they're not friends either. And Thor just kind of understands that, like, this is how Loki is. Now, granted, Thor in mythology is also a hulking, just simpleton, basically. He's only intelligent to such an extent, and then he's just kind of like me smash, and it's like, chill, Thor. But, um. Well, it's like Zeus is the same way, except just me fuck. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, no. Thor... I read a. The... Not 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 to Don't add derail. another derailment in here, but I read something the other day that was like, wait a minute, you guys think that all these stories of Zeus fucking everyone is just like the universe's first Dojinshi? Oh my god. Please don't talk about Dojinshi in this Anyway, in continue. Christian Marvel <laughs> this movie podcast. Hall. Christian Marvel <laughs> movie podcast. Yeah, we've uh, we've hit that point. Um yep. Christian Marvel movie podcast where we're talking about Norse gods. <laughs> um, yeah, I like Loki because I think uh, he actually has a, he has more than just the like standard "I'm a villain" arc. Although I can find him to be a whiny bitch sometimes, especially like in the first movie. What do you mean I was adopted? I'm so upset about this. I'm gonna ruin everything, and I'm like, eh, okay. Sorry, Taylor. <laughs> What? I was just insulting Loki, but like hardcore insulting Loki. I was. Yeah, it's fine. He, he is a bitch. That's he, sucked, Taylor. He, he is a bitch. That's why I like him. Fair enough. I I relate. Yeah. Bet you guys guess who I'm going to talk about. Is it Thor? You're fucking wrong. It's oh. Spider Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Spider-Man. I also, I actually do, I like I like Thor a lot, but um, I don't necessarily like the Thor in the MCU as much as I like A, comic book Thor, and B, actual mythology Thor. I like Thor a lot. You're talking to a man who's probably going to get Mjolnir tattooed on him at some point in his life, and has like a, like a huge boner for Vikings for some reason. But, yeah, no, Spider-Man's still my fucking favorite. Um... <clears throat> Spider-Man has always been my favorite. I've always loved him from, like... I'm talking, like, before the MCU was a thing. I loved Spider-Man. The comics, the uh, the, the not-so-great Sam Raimi movies. Um, I never watched the Amazing Spider-Man ones because I just... I never got around to it, basically. I heard they were okay. Fairly good, but not the best thing ever. But the original <laughs> Wait, Spider-Man with William Dafoe... Uh, I love that one. I love the the second one's really good too. The third movie we don't talk about because it's not good. 
<laughs> I mean, it's got a lot of potential. Yeah, they just they it tried potential to... potential memes is what I mean. Yeah. Well, they they. Oh, you're talking about emo. I'm emo talking about Maguire. evil Spider-Man. Yeah. Evil Spider-Man just dancing down the street. Emo Toby Maguire. Um, Indeed. Yeah, I mean, I like. Uh, I think the movie did have actual potential. I think the problem was they got too excited and tried to introduce too many villains at one point. Like, had you stuck with just Sandman or had you stuck with just Venom, you would have had a much better story. But I think they were like, let's go check out what's happening on the Sandman camera. All right, now the Venom camera. All right, now the Sandman camera. I think somebody else was involved in that one, too. That's just too many people to keep track of in a two-hour movie. I genuinely forget who else is in that movie. I, feel I like completely some... forgot Sandman was in that movie. Yeah, and Sandman's the main yeah. fucking villain. That's the problem. Yeah. You see, you see where you see where <laughs> you see where Spider-Man three fucked up. Now, the and first Venom two were really good. Yeah, and Venom. Because oh, Venom it was also it. that like the like dynamic with um, what's his bitch and oh, it was Hoggoblin. Like, it's Hobgoblin. I I just looked it up. It's New Goblin. He's not Hobgoblin in this. Yeah, Harry. When Harry like loses his shit and gets all mad and has amnesia and tries to kill, we need to stop talking about this one. <laughs> not that we James actually Frank- need to. James Franco is not Hob. He is New Goblin. Holy shit! I forgot that that was him. I totally <laughs> forgot that that was. I have to go watch these movies again. I no, think you don't. I think Mitchell brought them from his house. They're in my apartment now. I'm excited. I can't wait to go watch these again. Man, I get to relive my childhood. That was the first ever PG-13 movie I watched, I remember. Because um, hmm. they came out when I was like 12, maybe. Not 12, like 10. Start. Oh, you started early. I did. I, you know, that, you was, that was a precocious the, little boy. I was going to say PG-13 movies when he's 11. I mean, that was, that was the first PG-13 movie that my dad took me to. I may have been like nine. I was young, and my dad was like, we can go watch this movie. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and then there was the Amazing Spider-Man, which was the uh, Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, and I didn't watch those. But eh, they seemed okay. I've heard people say that they're all right. I have not really heard much of bad about them, but those existed too. And then there's um, and then there was the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, and I think uh, oh, what's the actor's name? Tom something? John Cena. Yeah, it was John Cena. Tom Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland. Tom Holland did a good job with Spider-Man, I think. He got the wittiness and the nerdiness, like, down. And I think Mm -hmm. he did a good job with it. But I've always liked Spider-Man. I also like the fact that that Spider-Man in any any situation with uh, the Avengers is the Avengers are like, like, no, Spidey, you're too young to be an Avenger. We can't have you come out risking your life. Then Spider-Man saves everybody, and they're like, oh, thanks, Spider-Man. He's like, can I be an Avenger now? And they're like, hey, you're still too young, Peter. It's the Phantom Menace all over again. Or wait, no, Tag of the Clones. (laughs) But then it just ends up being that back and forth repeatedly, where he's just like, guys, I saved everybody's ass again for the seventh time. Can I please be a fucking Avenger? And they're like, you're still too young, Peter. You've got a lot to learn. He's like, guys, sixth time I've saved your ass. Please just let me be an Avenger. Like, nah, bruh. Nah. He doesn't take it when Tony offers it. Yeah, it's... Look. Hush. But, um... (laughs) Yeah. I feel like... 
There aren't a hell of a lot of good villains, though. I don't know. Ultron was stupid. No. <laughs> let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about phase one villains. Well, before we get into that, I do want to get to one thing, and this is uh, predictions for Infinity War. Mostly because everybody on the fucking internet has been like, people are going to die in this. I'm like, yes, yes, they are. We're losing actual Marvel characters now. Which I've had. Why? What do you mean, why? Like, why does everyone think that? Uh, because it's a very natural thing to happen in the comics, and they won't re they won't announce the name of the fourth Avengers movie because it's a huge spoiler for Infinity War. Which means wait, is is Infinity War not the fourth Avengers movie? No. So basically, it's um, it was the Avengers, which is the first one. Then you have um, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. And now you have Infinity War, and then there's going to be a fourth one. Civil War was technically a Captain America movie, despite yeah. essentially That's being... That's right. Despite yes. essentially being okay. Avengers 3 and a half. Two and a half. Two, two and three. Yep. Uh... <laughs> It's confusing. Yeah, that's that's basically the joke Mitchell and I make all the time. Is that every time I talk about Civil War, I'm like, you mean I'm like you mean Avengers two point five? It's like yes, yes, that one. <laughs> or he says that one. One of us says it. So yeah, it's yeah. This is this is going to be the third Avengers movie, and then the next one is going to be the fourth one. But they won't release the name of it because it's going to be a big spoiler. And people online have been like, wow, like I'm I'm scared of what this is going to be. And the like writers for it are like, you fucking should be. Just like Avengers Four, Tony Stark is dead. I, I, <laughs> that's, I, that's the title. I feel like it's gonna be something like, and this is from my own personal like my knowledge of the comics and my like understanding of what happens with Thanos kind of thing is. I imagine it's gonna be something like Avengers Death of America or something like that because Cap's gonna fucking die. Well, yeah, I mean it's gonna be something fairly major because it's not gonna be like. Avengers 4, oh no, Happy Hogan is dead. <laughs> like, it's gotta be something that people actually recognize. Yeah, because like, in the oh, no. so, so in the comic books, to, to explain this uh, a little bit more, Scott, the comic books, at some point, Thor, uh, not Thor, fuck, uh, Captain America dies, and uh, the, Fal uh, the guy who played, uh, the guy who's Falcon, takes over as Captain America. So, like, that happens in the comics, um, I'm pretty sure Iron Man's gonna die. Like just straight up, Iron Man's gonna be dead. Oh, is hubris? Yeah. Well, that's gonna be a thing too. Is that I imagine a lot of people are gonna be upset in the uh, after the Avengers Infinity War because they'd be like, "All oh, my favorite characters are dead. You can't just kill an Avenger." And I'm like, "Bitch." It's gonna be like the sixth Harry Potter movie all over again. Did oh. they kill the Avengers in the Harry Potter? Yeah, it was really, it was a really, weird. really strange crossover situation. Also, from one, the future. One of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite things though is that like people uh, on Twitter are making fun of the whole fact of like everybody keeps calling Infinity War the most ambitious crossover, and I'm like, it's not that ambitious. Mostly, well, it's, yeah, it's become a meme at this point. Well, yeah, and it also wasn't ambitious in the first place because it's literally what they've been working up to since like the original Avengers. They have been working up to this and intentionally creating this to be one big giant fucking crossover by the end from the very beginning, mostly. Mm -hmm. And so, so you're saying it's not ambitious in that it's not a massive leap up 
from where they were it's just been like a natural upward incline towards it yeah they've been they've been working on this for years literally since 2008 10 years ago they've been working on this film basically mm. and so it's like, interesting so that, that brings up something interesting is like uh it, the way it seemed to me and now you know now that you mentioned it this is probably not how it went it always seemed to me like the whole mcu thing was an afterthought like it seemed like uh like everything before the first avengers movie was just completely separate and they never had any intention of bringing it together until the avengers movie and then everything post avengers was like all right well now everything has to be tied together because like i will in every movie before the avengers you there were no like in iron man it was only iron man in captain america it was only captain america and then after that like uh i don't well maybe not iron man 3 but like i'll put um, it at i think iron man 2 is where the whole idea of a cinematic universe started i think what happened was they made iron man originally and it was kind of a jump out there for like uh um because i mean in the late 90s early 2000s everybody was making fucking superhero movies and they weren't good because i'd like mm-hmm. to remind you that fucking daredevil existed and that's not a good movie that's that's, fine. that's a that's a thing because yeah that was that was not fun um and so iron man was kind of something that they put out there that wasn't necessarily like as as far as it's like um kind of creation it's ve- it was very much like kind of doomed to fail but it did really well. And I think after that did well, they ended up deciding we're going to make Iron Man 2. So they made Iron Man 2. And I think at, at the start of Iron Man 2, that's where they decided we're going to start running everything together. Slowly, but we're going to start running everything together. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, uh, in the very first Iron Man movie, they definitely did hint at the greater cinematic universe with the, the first of the post credit scene that has kind of become like a staple of the movies because in that one it's when nick fury shows up and is like yo you want to be part <laughs> of shield and he's like yes or, he's, yeah. or you want to be part of the avengers initiative and he's like yeah yeah i do also the the name of captain america's first movie is literally captain america the first avenger did not know that yeah um but I mean, yeah, I think I think originally it wasn't meant to be as big of a thing. And I think once they realized what they had the capability of, they started to build it onto each other. But it's just the whole, the whole point that I was getting at is just like it's the uh, whole. This is the most ambitious crossover, and it's like it's not really all that ambitious in my head. It, would, it was ambitious at the time of its creation. It's not ambitious right now. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or yeah, or at the very least, it's not like. I guess when you're saying ambitious, you you're thinking like it's this big step up from all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's whereas what now it's just kind of like the natural climax of it. Which I imagine if you like took it out of context, it's a pretty big deal. I don't think there's ever been like this many superheroes in a single film before. So in terms of that, it's the biggest one. But I don't know if it's like a massive jump. Yeah, I, I'm not, I mean, it's not to say that it's not going to be something like big or amazing and I'm going to have my problems with it, which I, uh, one of my biggest problems with the 
Marvel movies right now is the fact that like while I understand the point is to be this big thing of um trying to make it to where everything connects, I also hate that at the same time. Like it's really cool and a really good idea, a really like neat idea, but at the same time it's like all right, you're trying like if I watch a movie that's like, you know, let's say I just jump into one of the later movies, I might not have no I might have no fucking idea what's going on because certain things in there is like you have to have watched the entirety of all however many movies there are to comprehend this part and it's like I don't want to necessarily have to do that. Sometimes I want to enjoy a movie as a standalone movie. And a lot of these it's like if someone really liked Iron Man and they watch Iron Man 1 and 2 and then they get to Iron Man 3 and they're like uh yeah. What's all this then? Yeah, let's see. There is twelve. I mean, we're looking at eighteen-ish movies that are out right now. <laughs> About eighteen movies, and you have to watch all of them to get every subtle nuance that exists in it. So, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of movies. I don't necessarily like that part of it. I still think they're great. I still think they're good. Um, uh, my girlfriend's biggest favorite character is like one of my least favorite characters because I just don't really care about him. Which, Which one is, is that? Captain America. Oh, I don't. He's, hate... he's the leader. He's the main character. I don't hate him. I just don't. That's a whole bunch either. I mean, that's 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 a protagonist for you. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think I think Infinity War is going to be good. I uh, my other big quarrel and one of my biggest quarrels with it is coming from a filmmaking standpoint, which is a uh, god. The action scenes suck in these movies. Like they don't suck, but they also suck. I mean, it's, yeah, what, a, what a statement. <laughs> okay, the editing in not, them not is only, not only are you presenting what I mean. I don't know if it is or not. What is probably a controversial opinion. You're also you have also negated what you said as soon as you said it. The editing, the editing in the uh, action scene is absolutely fucking garbage. Oh. They're big, they're big, giant adventures where we're following different people around, and it is nothing but cuts every couple of seconds. I understand that, like, you're trying to make this scene crazy and big, but like, cutting every couple of seconds is a lazy way to edit action scenes. One of the Taken movies did it, and I despised it because it's like, as somebody who does some film work, it's like you can you you notice cuts a little bit more. I don't know if you're that way, Scott, where you're a little bit more aware of cuts. Than I uh, I would say the normal person is not well. Not if I'm not unless I'm intentionally watching it and looking for it. I tend I, to like I'm good. At, I'm good at like susp- well suspension of disbelief isn't applicable in this situation, but. Like, if I sit down to enjoy something, uh, I can, like, not pay attention to that. I can turn that part off. Right. Yeah, I don't have that option, which sucks. Uh, I usually will, I will go into, I will watch a movie twice, and usually it's because first time I go in trying to shut off my critic side of the brain, because it's like trying to shut off the, I do some film stuff and I'm trying not to think about it in the making a film kind of thing and where the sins are kind of film stuff. Um, 
Yeah, thank you, Scott. Uh, and then in uh, the second time I watch it, I go more for the critical viewing of seeing where things are wrong, seeing what kind of things are a little bit over the top, where the editing was really good, really bad, that kind of thing. But one of my main things is, like, as far as action sequences go, I like a very continuous shot with action. And the problem I have with a lot of the Avengers action or the any of the Marvel action is that it's like, it's like, look, Captain's about to throw a punch. Let's cut to like the behind the enemy's face where he's getting hit. All right, now let's go back to cutting to another part of Captain's punching another dude. All right, this guy got hit in the face, so we're cutting to another shot, and it's like, oh my god, this is too much. I think, uh, I mean, and this is coming from a place of ignorance, but uh, I think a lot of that might be due to. It's it's like the one Michael Bay part of the movie where the fight scenes are the things that draw in the, the like the people, you know. Like there's a lot of people that probably go to those movies and just like zone out or text on their phones until the fight scenes come in, and all they want to see is they want to see their favorite character punch someone else. And that's I I don't have a problem with the action scene. I would love to see an action scene if it was shot more like an action movie. And that's the point I'm making is that it's like if you you can do continuous shots where you have action where you have somebody fighting one on one or you have a one person against an entire army, you don't have to cut every time somebody throws a punch. And that's more of what I mean. That's uh, a late. I, I, I meant more like if because they're not all fighting in the same place. So like cutting yeah. between like Captain America and oh, uh, Iron oh, Man what, what inevitable. I, and stuff. Yeah. Well, my, well, my my point was more of it was like the. Captain throws a punch, and you, right when he's about to hit the guy in the face, you cut to a shot from behind the guy who's getting punched by Cap, mm-hmm. falling back, and you cut back to behind Cap, and he punches another dude, you cut behind that dude, and it's like, you've already, it's been two, it's been like a total of like five seconds in the thing, and you've already cut about once per second kind of thing. Does that make more sense? Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. a way It's a way to make actions seem more I don't know how I don't... frenetic yeah you you want to make it look like more is happening than is actually happening whereas you know if you actually make an action set you have you know people who are trained and it does it does take more time I get I get that too but it's just kind of like a I want to see more more action that's more like actual action and more you know, people kind of rehearsed it and went over it and choreographed it rather than just we had we had uh, Chris Evans throw a punch towards some guy and right before he hit his hit his face he stops and we cut there so that it looks like he made impact with his face but didn't actually. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, and it's yeah, and also just because of the sort of nature of the massive crossover films of having a bunch of different heroes and just sort of how superheroes tend to fight in which there's not really a lot of finesse to it. It's just kind of hitting each other or shooting laser beams. Uh, Fight scenes in Infinity War could definitely run the risk of being massive, ugly clusterfucks. Which I'm not looking to. (laughs) But hopefully hopefully they realize that and and will give enough time to each character so it's not just a bunch of flashing lights flying across the screen. Somebody pointed this out that I was other podcast that like made me laugh was like in the uh in the original avengers they have like all these people like these big bad super the superheroes and stuff coming down opposing and then you have black widow with her fucking gun 
And it's like, what fucking good is that gun gonna do against the? Is it the Chitari? Is that who was in the first one? Or mm. am I? The Chitari in the first one, right? They're the yes. Yeah, it's like that what fucking what the aliens are called. Yeah, it's like what fucking good is your gun gonna do against them? Like you have, you have Iron Man who has literal fucking ca- like beam cannons in his uh thing. You have Thor who is the god of thunder and has a a fucking unbeatable uh hammer until hell comes along, hella whatever the hell they want to call it. Um, and then you've got you know. Uh, Captain America, who's a super uh, fucking super soldier, and um, and Hulk, who is just the embodiment of rage, <laughs> and then Black Widow, who just like drops down, and is like cocks her gun, is like the fuck. I, I feel hope- like you very intentionally forgot Hawkeye again. Oh shit, that's right, Hawkeye's there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, everybody keeps making these opinions that Hawkeye's gonna die in uh, Infinity Wars because he's not in any of the trailers and nobody sees anything of him. I think it's just honestly that like everybody forgets about him. Like even the creators of the the Marvel Cinematic Universe forget about him. I mean, yeah. he was he was pretty important in Age of Ultron. He was like the emotional core because he was the only one who wasn't a massive fuck up and just had a family he liked. Again, when we get to when we get to Age of Ultron, we're gonna talk about Age of Ultron. But I don't remember that oh, film, man. and I've watched it. I've watched it multiple times. You don't it, remember? No, I do remember. I just don't. Oh, it it was unimpactful on me, yeah. and that's that's what I remember about it. I'm like, huh, Age of Ultron. The fuck happened in that film again? Like I remember the like the important bits that like were part of the main series. But like when I think about it, I'm like, so what happened in that one again? <laughs> um, All right, dead air. Let's do this. Oh yeah, uh, nice. thank you for saving that because I realized it was there and I was like, panic, panic, panic. Um, okay. Um, uh, so the the uh, are we okay? Did did Ultron? Ultron fucked us up. We Ultron Ultron put a blank space in my head and I can't get back from it. I was in the, I was talking about something else and I was trying to get back to what I was talking about. Um, oh, it was Hawkeye. I'm forgetting about Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. I can't wait in, in, in Infinity Wars when we're just sitting there watching everybody go up against Thanos and you just fucking what? see Black Widow with their fucking gun or something. I was like, Black Widow, seriously, go away. It's not like you're not a badass and don't have cool moments, but like, no. So. I saw a, uh, I saw like a post or something that was like, was like, guys, I, I figured it out. I know how the Infinity Wars is only going to be ten minutes long. Ant Man just has to shrink uh, Thanos's gauntlet so that he can't put it on anymore. <laughs> Problem solved. Oh, that was not that... even, not even a huge like amount, just slightly smaller. It's like two sizes too small for him now. It's <laughs> like shit. I can't use this. When you said that, I thought you were going to say the thing where somebody said all Ant-Man's got to do is uh, shrink down really small, crawl into Thanos' butthole and grow big again. And I was like, I mean... I mean, he could do that also. That's actually what, uh, that's actually what Infinity War is going to be. I was, so I was, reading, I was reading through some theories about like who was going to die, and then at one point somebody was like... It was going through all the list of people who could die, and somebody was like, well, of course Thanos is going to die. And I'm like, you're fucking wrong, but all right. 
Like the whole, I'm pretty sure what's going to end up happening is the way the movies are going to be separated is Infinity War is going to be let's fight Thanos. Thanos beats the shit out of them, and the fourth movie is going to be them taking down Thanos. That's my prediction. Maybe that's not not right, but I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. I have a strong feeling about that. Because if he died, yeah. I was about to say, I was just going to make a, another snarky joke. It's like, Avengers 4, how will we continue without War Machine? Oh no, not John, Don Cheadle. <laughs> like His Don legs Ch- already don't work, so... No, they showed in whatever, one of the films that he was working in. Well, in the end of Civil War. Anyways, that's not the movie we're talking about. All right, so so now that we've made some like terrible predictions on uh, Infinity War, and we'll be able to immediately correct those, and I'll uh, sit there and talk about how great it is, and probably disappoint uh, disappoint Haley because she's gonna like go watch that with me, and she's like, "What did you think about it?" And I'm probably gonna be like, "It was really good, but here are my problems with it." And she's gonna be like, "Shut up!" And I'm like, "Got there's, it." There's too many cuts. There's too many cuts. I'm probably there's... gonna say that, and she's gonna be like, "What do you mean?" And I'm gonna be like, "Don't worry about it." Um. Let's move into phase one of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So as we okay. said, uh, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe all started with Iron Man, which is a film that I remember and don't remember at the same time. So here was, I would like it to It was pose... 10 years ago. It was so... 10 years ago. Holy crap. Um, I know because I got my tetanus shot that year, and I need to get my booster this year. Um, okay. So, uh, all right. The beginning of Iron Man. So here's something that I never, and I was talking to Ray about this the other day, and he also couldn't really remember. Um, so I think maybe no one can remember. But uh, yes, so you, like, and, you and Ray are the only people on the planet who know things. This is correct. Um, so after he, uh, like, the thing blows up, he gets kidnapped or whatever. They throw him in the sex dungeon. And then I mean, um, that's not what it is, but okay. And then uh, so he wakes up. So this is where things start to get fuzzy for me. So he wakes up in the sex dungeon, and um, did he he had like the car battery arc reactor in him, right? He, I think he made that before before he disappeared, or before he got kidnapped uh, or something like that. Wait, I, well, like, no, it was it was uh, his mentor dude. Was it like Jensen or something? Okay. The oh, other captain right. was there. He's who the one who made that? his electromagnet. He's like, he's his his friend. Why was he in the sex dungeon with him? Was he in the car when it got blown up? Uh, oh god, I forget why Jensen is there. I think he's just like a fellow captive. I think they were both like who it, who was just a doctor that has been taken captive by the the terrorists. I think they were both like POW situations yeah i think it was like they took they took um they took tony because uh the stark name was already really big because if you go back to the first uh captain america movie you remember that his father was also a really big was a really big movie and he did a lot of science stuff so it was probably like they took they took uh tony because he was the son of a billionaire uh philanthropist kind of deal and the other guy probably because he was a doctor and they wanted to be like these are valuable hostages kind of thing okay so he was just they just happened to be in there at the same time because i remember 
here was my like perception of it was he wakes up in that dungeon he has the car battery arc reactor in his chest uh some random dude is there with him and made the car battery thing and then him and this random dude like the the terrorists were like we want you to build us a bomb or something and instead of building a bomb he makes the real arc reactor and somehow they don't notice this and then something happens to the random dude and so there are just like a lot of pieces of the puzzle missing i was like who was that guy why did he know how to make an electromagnet uh i don't know was it him you know, that, that made it originally or did like tony I'm pretty, kind of I'm pretty sure he, through maybe. i'm pretty sure tony woke up with it because i remember like tony and again my memory is flawed but i remember tony like wakes up and the guy's like oh hello finally awake are we child and and it's like oh don't make sure you don't remove that car battery because there's a piece of shrapnel that's gonna stab your heart man that's like like, uh, okay yeah i still haven't seen the third movie that's why the third movie pissed me off because they were like it is literally inoperable and then the third movie they're like all right we operated got it now it's like fuck you (laughs) (laughs) it's like that's the whole point of it the whole point is he has to wear the fucking arc reactor because it's a uh anyways um <laughs> we fixed it they're like that, that whole infixable thing well we fixed it and it's like guys okay fuck it whatever who cares it's fucking retcon this i don't give a shit we had to we had to make something more interesting about tony stark and i was fuck you i mean um, it is it is just one of those things where it's like is it really inoperable like with the literal magic like vision can't just reach his hand into his chest and just pull the pieces out <laughs> yeah so then he made uh he made was it mark one the fucking yeah the the iron the, giant basically yeah the, but, like, the dumpster suit <laughs> <laughs> so like how how did the terrorists never or whoever kidnapped them how did they not notice this happening it's a it's dumb like... superhero movie scott they just didn't notice he was making a robot suit instead of a bomb honestly i don't even remember like the, the, <laughs> like the terrorists that kidnap him ever show up again like did they ever like go in to check on them or they were just like hey we have some fucking prisoners the end we have them they're ours oh, now yeah, who well, needs to watch to get, them they were trying to get them to like build a, uh, one of like because the the whole thing was like his missile system or whatever, right? Oh, right, right. Oh, I guess I guess de- that's what he demonstrated in the beginning this, before he was captured. Is this, is this really necessary? Oh yeah, I need the giant robot to to operate the missiles. Well, yeah. didn't they didn't they show scenes oh, of him okay. like hiding the stuff too? Though, like they showed <laughs> maybe they showed scenes of being like, all right, well he's kidnapped, but like also like here we are working on this kind of thing. Oh look, we hear people coming. Let's go like shove that under the bed or something. Hide your porno mags for mommy, kind of thing. Uh-huh. But so it was, it was basically like a, like a Count of Monte Cristo, Abe, whatever situation. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. That's basically who Yinsen was. Like he, Yen, Yen he Sid. was Yinsen. That's his name. Not Yinsid. Get out of here with your kingdom hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know, Yinsid is is originally from the. Fucking Mickey book where he turns the brooms into people. It's just and... Disney backwards. I'm aware. <laughs> okay. Anyways, but no, Yinsen is like his mentor and everything, and he's right. he is just a random dude. He's a he's a doctor who's also captured by. Did Tony Stark need a mentor at that stage of his life? I, he needed someone to be like you can you can do this on your own and use this technology for good. Well, he was that he was the sh- he was the shitty kind of person at that point, like. Not that he became less shitty exactly, but 
but like he was the shitty kind that was like i'm rich so instead of doing anything useful with my life i'm just gonna go around and sleep with women and throw my money around that my dad gave me yes and and sell missiles to terrorists yeah not to terrorists but he's a arms dealer yeah because who gives a shit kind of thing yeah but um and then and then yinsen's like no with my dying breath spoilers to the 10 year old movie uh he's like yo do good and tony's like okay i will tony's like my life has been changed forever kind of deal yes being being captured by terrorists has given me a change of heart it turns out yes oh fuck it I feel I feel like you would change your perspective on life if you were captured by terrorists. I mean, yeah, I, I guess, I'm not <laughs> saying like that's the thing, but like what I don't understand is the fact that like, he changes his life, but at the same time he's still an asshole. Like he's still he doesn't he changes to an extent, but not to the extent that I imagine a like literally being locked in a dungeon extent would change. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's more the idea that like he chooses to do good but kind of only to do good in a way that benefits him. I feel like if you're locked in a dungeon and that kind of thing, and somebody saves your life like that, you're going to sit there and be like, oh yeah. So like, uh, let's just do good for the, f- for the fact of doing good rather than being like, let's do good to make myself look good though. I mean, you gotta have a character arc for the sequels though. You can't just have it all resolved in the first movie. But so. I mean, it's also just interesting, just like the way you're saying how like having this sort of near death experience in the hands of a force you don't really have control over. Like, I feel like a normal person would have a much like bigger change in seeing like their powerlessness and stuff like that. But Tony Stark, you know, made it in a cave with a box of scraps. So I feel like he, you know, probably comes away with it being like, oh, I can solve these problems on my own. Oh, I am God. <laughs> oh, yes, I am as fucking awesome as I think I am. Um, But he's like, yo, maybe I shouldn't let these weapons get in the hands of these awful, awful people. Who's the villain of that one? Was it just the arms dealer? Uh, yeah, it was it was the iron monger. Oh, right. I'm just very, I'm legally very... distinct from Killmonger. Okay, I'm, I'm, the, the, the bald guy. Ob- Obadiah. Obadiah Stain. Jeff I'm, I'm Bridges. I'm very foggy from this one. Wait, was it actually Jeff, Jeff Bridges? It was Jeff Bridges. D- didn't he play fucking, what's his name's dad? In Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Wasn't that Jeff Bridges again? I don't think so, no. What am I thinking of then? I... I can look it up. We have the infinite power yeah, of Wikipedia like right at our fingertips. What the fuck? It's it was definitely not Jeff Bridges. <laughs> I guess not. It was uh, what Kurt what Russell. Fuck? Kurt oh. Russell was was very, ego. Very similar. <laughs> okay, but similar uh, looking older white fellow, and also. Briefly, uh, uh, I'm not whatever. Anyways, back to the Iron Man. I was very confused by that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel, I feel like Tony gets a lot of, uh, a lot of shit because, like, this is, it's that pompous assholeness that people don't like about him. I mean, yeah. 
it, it's also just kind of difficult to have Iron Man have like a complete change of character because like the snarky assholishness is kind of his character and what like you say that's what people don't like about him i feel like in story that's what people don't like about him but that's what a lot of people are here for is to see tony go around snarking and being a jackass so if yeah. they have it com- completely changed to being like oh nice tony now it's like well no now he's boring <laughs> He still has to have some measure of, of edge. Yeah, and I mean, this is again, this is like the this is the thing that like started the uh, started the whole franchise basically. Mm-hmm. Made Marvel brought Marvel back onto the map and smacked it there, and they were like, "Don't fucking stick." And the Incredible <laughs> Hulk, which I don't fucking remember, I don't think I even watched it. Honestly, I don't think we have much to say about that one. It's it's an oddity. It's it's canon. Like it's accepted as being part of the the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they don't use anything from it. Not even the person who played Hulk. <laughs> yeah. So th- this is the one that has the sad Hulk, right? The like the like meme from it, joking background kind of thing. I guess so. I don't. Because the other the other okay. one was the Ang Lee one that was not good at all. Um. <laughs> Then it goes on to Iron Man two, which I, I think all the Iron, I think the Iron Man movies all like squished themselves together to me. What the fuck happened in Iron Man two? <laughs> uh, that was the one with Ivan Vanko, I think, Whip Whiplash, uh... Whip, Whip Man, and uh, the. Turns out I may not have seen that movie. Actually, that might be another one on my list. That might be one of the three movies I haven't seen. Oh goodness, the other one Weird. being Iron Man three. Great. We are exposed Wait, live on stream. <laughs> oh, is that the one? I don't remember anything about Iron Man 2. The only thing I remember about Iron Man 2 is that that was the one where he kept like he kept having to like inject stuff into him, right? Yeah, because his arc reactor is poisonous because it's like heavy metal. Oh, right. I did see that one. Yeah. I just don't remember it though. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yep. So then, <laughs> then we move on to Thor, which let's just uh let's just be honest. Like I love Thor. I love the shit out of Thor. This movie's boring as shit. I mean it's a Hence, we come to the problem with some of the Marvel movies early on is that they all have to be origin stories originally. They didn't hit. They didn't hit their stride too. That was kind of the thing. Like they didn't really figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he throws the cup at the ground. Uh, what the hell were we talking about? <laughs> I uh, Thor. You were talking about how much you Taylor. you were talking about how much you hate Thor. Yeah, you're right. And something about dropping a cup. Oh, yeah, because oh, you, the, do you not remember that scene? Bring me another! another. Smash! Throws it on the ground. I don't, I don't think I... Hold on, I'll look it up, I'm sure. There's like a five-second video on YouTube of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, he, he drinks coffee, and since he's so used to being in Asgard or whatever, it's like... Uh, um, it's it's like he, he drinks the coffee, and he was like, wow, this is good! Throws it on the ground, goes, bring me another, because apparently that's how it is. And then Natalie Portman's like, you can't do that here. This is Earth. Learn things, alien boy. Um, 
I think I, it's not that I didn't like Thor because I like Thor. It's an okay movie. It's just I think the main thing is it ends up being a um. We've seen alien movies before, starting with basically E.T. And I think it's kind of like a fucked up version of E.T. If that makes sense. Well, you mean as in like Alien comes to Earth does not blend in very well. Yeah, that kind of thing. Except instead of being a normal alien, it's a a space Viking. Yeah, who they <laughs> as a way to kind of describe it. Which, to be fair, I do actually like the the description of how they like hide. How they like say like, oh, Asgard, crazy godlike people. It's like, well, they're actually aliens, and that's why they like, seem godly, and they came down once or twice before. Uh, um, and they like they like were like, oh yeah, well, uh, you know, they came down before, and the Vikings saw them, and they thought they were gods. I'm like, not a bad way to explain it, honestly. Like, I like that. It's like it's like it's, you you could theoretically go with the whole. Uh, would it be considered a conspiracy that 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 would be like a thing, like a real life uh, thing? Maybe, to believe that religion but, is I mean, based off of space gods. I guess. I mean, that is. I don't know about conspiracy. Maybe just a theory. That's true. Yeah. A conspiracy theory, but. But I, I, I did like that as an explanation. Mm -hmm. But, um... And, I mean, you do get to see what is, uh, as I said before, like, one of my favorite, uh... One of my favorite forms of mythology kind of being explained in a more unique way. It's probably been done before, but it's not, like, an instant, uh... Oh, hey! Here we are, and... You know... We're going to come up with some other reason. Are they actually are gods kind of thing? They're like, well, they're actually aliens. Yeah, yeah. I already went over this. I'm just restating the statement I made before. Just repeating yourself. I just like the fact that they, they took something new instead of just trying to make it you know, stupid. Um, yeah. The beginning of the, and then the beginning of the movie. This is also where I got my whole me calling uh, Loki a whiny bitch. So Odin's like, you're adopted. And he's like, eh, fuck you, dad. And then that's where we get yeah, the problem Loki, with this movie. <laughs> Loki is a little bitch. That's why he's an antagonist. <laughs> yeah, but like, I just, I just wish it wasn't such. A, I wish it wasn't such a whiny response. Oh, oh the villain has flaws. <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> I think, it's, I think it's the fact that he's like, yeah, daddy doesn't love me. Mm -mm. It's like okay. Um. Also, the fact, I mean, I, it would suck figuring out that you were a fucking frost giant and your your brother squishes your your family all the time. Now that I think about it, I, I think he's actually justified. I take it back. <laughs> like, oh. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, gonna... Loki. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm thinking a whole, like, racist thing now. It's just like... Not that you would be able to hide it, but just like realizing that you're of another race of the of the people that your family has been killing repeatedly. He's like, oh, I'm a little blue boy, and turns out, <laughs> oh goodness, and then he gets thrown into space at the end, and then he shows up again in Avengers as the main villain. Good job, yeah. Loki. Loki did it. Yeah. Uh, 
But it's also, I also think my favorite part is the fact that, like, I know that Asgard is supposed to be his place of aliens, but, like, when it comes down to, like, all the different people, there's the one guy where I'm like, you're fucking Japanese amongst the Norse people, stop it. I, it's fine. Yeah. I, I also genuinely, I genuinely forgot who that guy was in Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, because he, he showed just... up and was, like, fighting against Hela. I mean, we can cover this more later, but I genuinely forgot who he was. Yeah. I forgot about the Warriors 3. <laughs> I, just, I just still thought it was funny, too, because at one point in Thor 2, which, again, we're just, like, derailing this a lot, but in in, uh, in, Thor, in Thor 2, he's just, like, walking around, and Thor just puts his head on his shoulders like, you're amongst your people. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck is happening? Do you mean, do you mean Asian people? Is that what's happening? I'm confused now. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fine. Oh, God, so it's... Captain America, yeah. Uh, I mean, I was going to say, so Thor oh, in the yeah. end, is it's a good movie. I like it. So did, did Loki end up being the villain in Thor? Uh, I mean... Or am I... Kinda... Yeah, I mean, he kind of has like a, a turnaround partway through it from being like, on Thor's side to realizing what he is and then he's like, Oh, I've gotta I'm gonna take over now. Yeah, I Oh, because yeah, because like uh Odin does the the sleep thing. Oh yes, his Odin. And Loki's sleep. like, now's my chance and tries to take over. And Thor's like, no. <laughs> that because that I will say that I also like Thor as a character because I think he has the most growth out of all the uh Marvel characters. Because he goes from being, I'm gonna squish the frost giants, to, I actually have character development. I'm like, oh shit, they actually like, made him a real thing after a while. Because the first movie, he's definitely like, Thor smash. And you're like, oh, don't. Thor don't smash. Which I'm actually sure is how Loki gets him in trouble in the first place. <laughs> he's like, why don't you squish that one over there? And they're all like, they're all like Thor, that'll get you in trouble. And he was like, he was like, I don't care, I'm gonna squish them. And you're like, stop squishing things, Thor. Why? Why do you keep using the word squish? I don't know! <laughs> it's more like shatter, but whatever. <laughs> I like the word... Just walking around and stepping on things. <laughs> no, he uses his hammer to squish them. Come on, Taylor. They're, fro- they're giants. They're frost giants. How is he squishing them? With his hammer! He brings down the hammer of, the hammer of thunder and squishes the boys. Oh. Alright, we can move on to Captain America now. I'm sorry. Okay, yes, please. Thor puts you in a weird place. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you keep right. trying to do Loki's voice and talking about squishing frost giants. Like, I can't handle this. This <laughs> is not too, my it's, contract. It's too much for you. What contract? <laughs> you act like I wrote, some, I wrote something up for this. Legally binding. No. Um, yeah, it's the, it's the one that says put the money in my hand and I signed on it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you signed it yourself. Yeah, I wrote it and signed it myself. Anyways, Captain America, he's the first Avenger, despite all the ones that came before him. He was the first, actually. I mean, I guess chronologically. Chronologically, he's the first. See, the the joke I made is stupid, so let's just ignore that. I got the joke, and then I immediately was like, I fucked up and squished. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) I squished the joke. Please don't squish the joke. Anyways, um, so that whole thing where they, like, put Chris Evans' head on a 
small boy's body fucked me up. <laughs> I'm still not okay with it. Like, I'm still turned... this... Somebody, uh... Yeah. Somebody played George the clip. Has trained me for that day. Somebody... <laughs> <laughs> wow, Scott references... I remember that from George Lopez when they made him look like a kid and just put George Lopez's head on a little boy's body and that's... That's Captain America for you. George Lopez technology. But yeah, it is funny that instead of... Ugh. And also, I guess, appropriate since he's going to be, you know, super hulked out Captain America for most of the film, that they have to CGI him to look smaller is just kind of silly, but I guess oh. necessary. I went so back and watched a... Chris Evans losing 130 pounds. I went back and watched a a clip of that and I was just like, oh, this is unsettling. <laughs> oh, it was gross and weird. Um Yeah, this is like the weirdest thing about this one to me is the fact that Red Skull's the villain of this one, right? Or am I thinking of something else? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Red Skull's the villain in this. Skull. And then like Red Skull never makes a comeback, even though in any Avengers film past that he's a persisting villain. It's kind of like, all right, well, we killed him. You're like, eh? okay. Oh, you mean you mean in any sort of Avengers like o outside of this comic book? Okay, yeah. you said comic film. books. I, like, I don't think there's been another Avengers film. Comic books <laughs> and like the animated movies. Like mm -hmm. he still persists as a as a villain. You're just kind of like, what? And then he just dies, and you're like, oh, okay. I Man, no, mm -hmm. the whole thing is like Hydra, and they cut off one head and two grow back. Ah, da, da. When you cut off one red head, uh, a bunch of other one. This metaphor has gotten away from me. I apologize because he's a skull, and that's a that's a head. But it, anyways, Hydra's like whole color scheme is green, which also doesn't make sense to me. It's like, ah, oh, yes, you have the the fucking redheaded Nazi man. What's our color scheme? Green. Why not red? Because it's the color of your face. Green. All right. I mean, it's not just the. It's not just Red Skull. It's. Captain America stuff also just kind of bothers me from a point with the Hydra stuff, just because, like, in, like, I believe it's Winter Soldier and stuff, they start really pushing the the Hydra aspect, and it's like, oh, every bad thing has happened because of this secret organization who are like Nazis, but not. <laughs> it's a secret organization of Nazis who are not calling Nazis for reasons. The Nazis, if you will. Not, not seize. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the not seize. Oh. Uh, but not, not spelled like N-O-T-Z-I. Spelled N-O-T hyphen Z. Yes. Not, not Z's. Anyways. Um, yeah. I feel like I don't remember much about this, other than the fact that, like, they basically took a young... Well, actually, no, I do remember a lot about this. Uh, that poor fucking boy got like basically just shown what uh what consumerism and capitalism were at the same time like we're gonna try this experiment on uh the scrawny boy because i don't know he'd make a good test subject and no one would care if he died and he ends up being successful and they're like what do we do with him now it's like well let's fucking slap him in america gear and put him on everything yeah i mean yeah, I mean they they didn't just pick him because no one's no one will miss him if he dies. It's because instead of just being a big 
big smart, I mean, not a big smart, a big hulking soldier who's good at fighting. He, like, thinks outside the box and is really, really gonna do it. Also, and it doesn't matter how strong he is. It doesn't matter how strong he is, because they're gonna make him super strong. And also, he's regardless. Dick, his dick for America is real hard. Yeah, he really likes America. He's got the hardest dick for America. He's ready please to stop, just go. Please stop talking about Steve Rogers' hard dick. Like, you don't want to think about that? I don't. You're wrong. That's okay. I, <laughs> I guess I do that. You've shown me the way. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> Alright, so anyways, yeah. Um, I mean, I know it wasn't just because they, like, I was making my own headcanon about that i like to imagine that they were like i mean this boy seems to like america a lot but like also would anybody really care if he died and they're like guess not it's okay um, but bucky would care if he died so we should also add the fact that i have a little bit of issues with bucky and cap's relationship not because it's a problem because Haley has a thing for it and i'm like stop oh. don't don't ship them quit shipping them i'm done with you shipping them don't don't complain about your girlfriend's fan fictions on the podcast. I've got to complain about my girlfriend's fan fictions on the podcast. It's not. I mean, it, that's a pretty big thing with any sort of any sort of media in which I'm not going to get into it. It's yeah, more, it's more people of the same gender exist in the same space at the same time. Yes, it's it's less it's less the idea that I don't agree with it, more the idea of I'm tired of hearing about it. It's like any time that Bucky's mentioned now, I like. Wince a little bit, <laughs> like Bucky, and I'm like, eh. uh. Anyways, um. So yeah, they they got they got str- scrawny little shrimp boy and made him a beefy beefy man cake, and uh. <laughs> I hear Taylor just like <laughs> basically <laughs> face palming in the distance. Uh, taking a shrimp boy and making him into a man cake. <laughs> no, a beefy man cake. Get it right. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, they they made him into the beefy man cake, and then he became the symbol of America, which I still just, like, I'm still just thinking that this was basically, like, the actual fantasy of the people who originally made Captain America, and, like, this is what they really wished had happened in real life. I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, that was basically... The MCU bringing revisionist history straight to your doorstep. <laughs> Captain America punches the Nazis to death. More at 11. Yes. Um, yeah, then, then, uh, then big old, big old beef boy fights the red gross man. And, uh, man, I need to make like a thing where I just explain movies really badly. (laughs) Yeah, you're doing a great job so far. But America beef boy, he, he fights the, he fights the Nazi, uh, Red boy, and the red boy's yep. like, "Oh no, I've been defeated!" And then froze, and then he gets frozen, and it mm-hmm. leads to hilarity later. In Marvel's uh-huh. The Avengers, yeah, great segue. I'm good at these. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, in Marvel's The Avengers it was the first time that we decided to bring a bunch of superheroes together. I'm pretty sure. So, uh, I mean. I- I think there were like little hints earlier on of like the heroes interacting, but yeah, this is definitely the the big one where they all they all come together. And Sam Samuel Nick Fury is tired of these motherfucking Avengers on the motherfucking plane. 
Yep. I had to get it in there somewhere. He he can't be tired of them. He put them there. Yeah, you're right. You brought this upon yourself, Nick Fury. I also remember, like, this is this is also the point when they, like, bring back Hulk, and they're like, oh, yeah, Hulk exists. And you're like, okay. And it's like, it's Mark Ruffalo now. You're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> How did he go from... <laughs> Whoever was playing him before to Mark Ruffalo. I was like, what, what happened? Gosh, a fucking gamma radiation really d- turns you from Edward Norton into Ruffalo. <laughs> <laughs> did uh is is this this is uh avengers of the movie where like the uh the beginning kind of starts out with scarlet Witch. scarlet Witch. uh i was thinking scarlet johansson um black widow black widow is trying to search for hulk right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and so he's in like brazil yeah so i i can imagine how fucking confusing that would be especially like if somebody had watched The Incredible Hulk and been like, okay, that was a pretty cool movie. I can't wait to see him in it again. And then just suddenly it was like Mark Ruffalo. I'd be like, if I had watched The Incredible Hulk movie, I'd be like, what the, what the fuck? I mean, yeah, I, that's why they had that whole scene being like, oh, he's the Hulk. He's angry. Don't don't get him angry. There's that. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the it's... only thing that happens in The Avengers. Mm-hmm. They find the Hulk. <laughs> This is one where Loki, this is the one where Loki comes to Earth and was basically like, "Well, Daddy said I couldn't be king, so I'm gonna be kings of you fucking plebeians." Yep, and he gets the staff, and he gets the tesseract, and he starts brainwashing people. Oh yeah, and then basically made that one, that one professor go insane, uh, mm-hmm. from the Thor movies. Yep, and then Haw- this is like Hawkeye's appearance too, and then they, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, ba- oh no, Hawkeye was in Thor. Yeah. But uh, but That's Hawkeye basically there's like minor crossovers, but Hawkeye gets to come back though, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Hawkeye, you're here to help." And it's like, "Oh yeah, Hawkeye, he's kind of he's hypnotized." Damn it! It's like great <laughs> movie for like for half the movie. <laughs> yeah, you're like great movie. You brought in a character who could kind of be cool. And it's like, no, we're just gonna hypnotize him and make a bad guy. And it's like Hawkeye really just he, Hawkeye got the shit end of this stick though. Yeah, I. It's it's the short end of the stick. Shit is the end. phrase you're looking for. not the okay <laughs> um he got the short end of the stick and uh but yeah this is i think this is the kind of the first bit of Hawkeye just kind of getting shit on yeah i mean he he was okay in Avengers get... too i don't think anything yeah, bad really happened better. to him there but like i mean the biggest problem in this one is like he he's not like in it for most of it and then in the second half of the movie he d- does some cool things in the big new york fight scene but then he runs out of arrows and it's like why didn't you why didn't you bring more this is your one thing the, the thing that makes the most logical <laughs> captain sense. america doesn't run out of shield <laughs> i mean until later in the series when somebody steals us to shield yeah but still yeah um <laughs> So, yeah, everybody gets hypnotized, and then Loki like tries to take over the world. Is mostly successful for a while, and he goes to Germany at that one point and wears his ridiculous helmet and just screams, "Bow down to me!" Yeah, and all the people then, are like, "I guess we'll do that." And then the one, the one old guy is like, "I, I know you like the Nazis, but I'm not going to say the Nazis." And. And then Captain America shows up. 
I hate the I hate, <laughs> I hate the Hydra thing in this because it's like it ends up being that thing where it's like it's gonna be too many villains. They killed it off, thank God. Mm-hmm. But yeah, had they had they kept that in, they would have been like, all right, so now we're dealing with the Chitari and fucking Thanos and the other boys, and it's like, stop, just chill, bruh. Um. So yeah, basically the the first the first part of this movie is everybody being like, we all should all get along and be friends, and everybody's like, Psh, why would I be friends with you guys? You're such fucking losers. I can do this by myself, and they get their ass kicked, and they're like, we should be friends, guys, <laughs> even though they don't necessarily. Also, you're like, they're all like that, but it's like, it's mostly Tony. Yeah. Tony's the one being like, why do I have to work with you losers? I can do this myself. I also just like that, like, in my... Oh, oh. Years ago? Oh. Six. It was... It'd be like 16 or 17. Probably yeah. 17 for you. So like my, like, 17-year-old brain being, like, the whole, like, still filled with testosterone and not, you know, whatever. The, the moment and that, not uh, blood. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you know that the moment where uh, Thor and Cap meet, and Thor just like smacks his hammer down on uh, Captain Shield. In my head, I was just like, "Oh yes, the mix of vibranium and animantium, the fucking most indestructible shield ever." What happens when it comes against another indestructible item? And they or they basically just show giant fucking basically miniature explosion. And I was like, "All right." 16-year-old, 17-year-old brain is happy about this. Giant fucking miniature explosion. Yeah. Giant miniature <laughs> explosion. I don't, see what, okay. I don't see what's wrong with this statement. It's uh, That's just a normal-sized explosion, then. Uh, is it, though? I don't... I don't <laughs> actually care. Um... But yeah, and then was, was that, this was the one, too, with the uh, the big bag of weed joke. They talk about how uh, Hulk calms himself. No, 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 no. Oh. That's no. Oh, that is this one. I don't know. I don't remember every individual joke. Well, it's because everybody starts getting all mad at each other, and then like Loki's staff is in there, and everybody's like, "Yeah, no, this is this one." Oh, and Agent Coulson oh, yeah. dies. What does? Except he doesn't. He 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 doesn't die. He gets shunted into the TV series <laughs> through magic. <laughs> Yeah, because I remember, I I remember very distinctly. Remember, like he gets shot, and I was like, "He's dead." Okay, they actually killed somebody in an Avengers series. What the fuck? Because that doesn't normally that didn't happen for a while. Thing. I mean, they killed people. Cause, like, let's let's be honest. We're gonna talk about the the point when we get to uh, not Civil War, the one before it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's just kind of funny because they definitely have this sort of policy where the movies can influence the various TV series like Daredevil and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff like that, but the TV series cannot at all impact the movies. Yeah. So the stuff that happens in those doesn't show up in the movie. So you have this awkward situation where, like, if you just follow the movies, Coulson is dead. Like, he's he's gone. But if you watch the TV series, you know he's in the background doing stuff as well, and no one ever acknowledges that. So I don't know if they're ever gonna bring it up, bring Phil Coulson up again, and have him like be mentioned. 
or if they're just going to be like, oh, yes, I remember Phil Coulson. He was a great, a great hero. He really got us all going with his sacrifice. And just in the background, you hear like, hey, guys, I'm not dead. <laughs> He's like, yep, I can, I can still hear him now. What was, his, what was the explanation for him not being dead? I don't know. I didn't. I haven't actually watched Agents of Shield. I just know he's in that. Yeah, because I some I sort of some sort of Shield super technology brought him back from the brink of death. Yeah, because that was like my big confusion. <laughs> they killed him. I was like, oh, he's dead. And they're like, Agents of Shield. And I was like, oh, what's this show? And then Agent Coulson was there. I'm like, what the fuck? My brain does not <laughs> comprehend. It's like I want a good explanation for this. Don't give me half-assed answers. I mean, there there probably is. I probably I haven't seen it myself. They're probably half-assed, though. Let's be honest. Yeah. They, they usually do that shit. I mean, I've, I've, I've heard S.H.I.E.L.D. is good, and then it's bad, and then it's good again, and then it's bad again, and then it's good again. Very, It's like a sine wave of is, quality. Isn't that a lot of TV shows, though? <laughs> I mean, honestly, usually TV shows go through, like, if if they're usually successful, the first season's really good. And then maybe they're good for like another season, but then you get to season three or four, or sometimes even two, and it's like, oh god, they're shit again, kind of thing. And then it gets back to like, yeah, I know Community went through that. Although, because Community led to one of my favorite fucking jokes in uh, Rick and Morty of the uh, in the Hive Mind episode. When what? Why are we? Why are we talking about Rick and Morty? Just, now? just, just let, just let me have this. Okay, um, you can talk about Rick and Morty. But in, in that Rick and Morty episode with the hive mind, he's like, uh, Rick's just like, he's like, all right, now cancel it. All right, now bring it back again. All right, now cancel it another time. Bring it back another time. All right, now make it go for two more seasons. Cancel it again. All right, now I'm bored. And it just goes to the thing, and it's just community. Because oh, that's yeah. exactly what happened to it. It was a derailment because of... Uh, uh, okay, so... Let's let's dial it back to Avengers. So you're talking about TV shows, you're talking about Agents of Shield, talking about Phil Coulson. Phil Coulson dies in Avengers. Okay, continue from there. Oh, okay. <laughs> but so yeah, so this leads to, of course, um, uh, I think the, the the staple of most of the the movies now, which is you get about an hour to an hour and a half of like heavy plot development, and then just the end of it is. F- 45 minutes to 30 minutes of just straight action and nothing but yeah. action. All right, Which... we have entered entered the fight session of the film. Please yeah. keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Yeah, so like you you know at a certain point you're like, "All right, so we're going to have a lot of plot development. We're going to have a lot of things that are like, you know, trying to lead us up to this, show us what kind of things are going to happen." Like we may have a fight scene here and there kind of thing, but Ooh, sorry, excuse me. Um, but uh, we may have a fight scene here and there, but like mostly it's gonna be first thirty minutes, uh, or first thirty minutes, first like hour, hour and a half is going to be lots of development, lots of story, and the last you know forty five minutes we're just gonna fucking go balls to the wall. Everybody's gonna be punching everybody. Shit's gonna be happening. Giant space whales are gonna be coming from the sky, which I still don't <laughs> understand. But whatever, the fucking Chitari are gonna be flying out of the the, the the space holes. Um, man, things are just happening, and you get the really cool Avengers pose. It's on a poster. Boy, was that a great moment! Except for when 
Black Widow cocked her gun, and I'm like, what the fuck I, are you gonna do with that? Why are you why are you so fixated on Black because Widow? Just let her be. She does a good <laughs> job and she does she's she fights well. Dude. She fights great. She doesn't need the gun. And that's my whole point. Like, everything else about it is fine. She does a great job of fighting. She goes and she kicks ass. She steals the, the enemy's weapons and jumps on, like, the thing. But in the first shot, she just cocks a handgun. It's like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna fucking hurt anybody with that. Maybe yourself. Possibly Hawkeye. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Just the only person there who's capable of being harmed by a handgun is Hawkeye. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> Poor Hawkeye. <laughs> oh, God. Also, it leads have, to the... We have fun here. <laughs> And also, I also remember that uh, Black Widow gets the one uh, fuck from the entire PG-13 rating. Which is kind of, like, skimped over. But it's, like, at one point, I think she's she's riding the, like, motorcycle through the air. And, like, maybe jumps on top of somebody else. And, like, right as they're about to explode into something else. And she just quickly just goes, fuck. And you're like, it's, like, a really quick, soft, but fast <laughs> fuck. And you're like, oh, well, there's the one that they were allowed to use for this film. You yeah, say which... fast or fast? Fast. Fast. Okay. What fast. does a vast fuck sound like, Scott? <laughs> that's why I want that's why I wanted to know. Yeah. I mean they also got away with some really like harsh language with Loki as well, just because he's talking all Shakespearean. And very the... angry and grumpy. Yeah. Go go look up the word quim. It's not very nice. It's not a nice thing to call someone Loki. You well... jerk. And then Thor brings them the end. Everybody's like, we have a happy ending here. Nothing bad's ever going to happen. Oh, well, no. Tony almost dies. He flies into space and actually self-sacrifices for once. But it's okay, because he didn't die. Or even lose his super suit, really. <laughs> Woman, where's my soup? That's not the right movie, sorry. That is, yeah. No, that's a much better movie. Speaking of which, the, the trailer for the second one came out recently. It's really good looking, so I'm excited. Yeah, this is a, this is an Incredibles podcast now. Yeah, the fuck fuck the rest of the Avengers. I said I said we're gonna do three parts to this one. We're doing uh, all three parts are just gonna be the uh, the Incredibles from now on. Um, look forward to it. Yeah the the whole Tony having to take the nuke into space is kind of odd to me, considering Civil War's whole thing is like not to get too much into civil war but just kind of addressing sort of the end of this movie it's funny how the world council's whole problem is like the like collateral damage caused by the avengers when in the first movie they just wanted to nuke new york in order to stop the alien invasion like i don't care how fucking destructive the hulk is like at least there's something left standing when he's done (laughs) this also leads to one of my favorite uh one of my favorite things in uh, superhero films that's never mentioned. They fucked up that city. And nobody ever talks oh, yeah. about it. I mean, they talk about it oh. in the TV series. Don't talk about the... I'm not considering no. the TV series canon as much as it is canon. It, it is canon. It's just it can't influence the, the movies because that would be an additional thing you'd have to watch to understand it. They don't want that much. 
It's like, what did Jessica Jones do? I don't know. Luke Cage did some stuff too. Iron. I. Yeah, I, I actually really like most of the Netflix series, but it's haven't, just like haven't it's, seen it's him, definitely at not... a different level than. I haven't seen them, but not for the chance of like not not wanting to. I do want to see them. I just I don't have time right now. Yeah, don't watch Iron Fist. It's not very good. It sucks because I really like Iron Fist. He's he's very silly. Which has one of my favorite one of my favorite jokes about uh he has one of my favorite jokes, which is basically like they should have just called me like Dragon Punch or something like that. Because it's like Iron Fist. They're like they're like his name's Iron Fist, and like his whole thing is he's like the power of a dragon or something in his hand, and they're just like Iron Fist. It's like it's, okay, whatever. Um I want to be Dragon Punch. Like Dragon Heart or some bullshit like that. Uh uh yeah, but anyway, so yeah, they have they have Iron Man does his big uh is big. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, fucking sacrifice myself to the world. Um, yeah, fuckers. And then he like dies, but everybody knows he's not gonna actually die because it's the first Avengers movie. Well, yeah, he literally falls out of the space hole and is like, "I'm fine. He's not even unconscious." No, he was unconscious. <laughs> Briefly, and then, and then Hulk yelled at him, and he's like, "Oh, oh, I'm awake now." <laughs> he he landed on the ground and he was like they were like he's dead and they have this dramatic moment where they're like oh no he might actually be dead and then Hulk lets out his fucking war screech of sadness <laughs> which is I'm pretty sure is exactly probably what is exactly written on the script mm-hmm. war screech war of sadness screech of sadness and then and then he wakes up and talks about going Shoma. on the going on the band name list uh <laughs> War screech of sadness. What what do yep. what what do they play? <laughs> post hardcore, but only really depressing post hardcore. I don't uh, know what po- post hardcore is. Oh no, man! I'm there are so many genres that don't oh, make sense. To me. It is an actual genre. It is. Goodness. I thought you were making that up. No, I'm not. Basically, you could put like any two names together, and it's probably a genre. I shoegaze is a genre. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I don't know what that sounds like, but it, it, it sure is a fucking shoegaze. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Boys make when you gaze into a shoe. Again, fucking space whales happen, so like, I don't know what the hell those are supposed to be. Space whales. Also, I think amongst our friend group, the uh, first Avengers movie probably brought our most quoted line. What is and a lot of people's most quoted line. That's Who my secret, us? Captain. Oh, that's everyone's. Why? <laughs> I've I've never heard anyone in our friend group say that. Have you not? No. Oh my god. I mean, Mitchell and I use it constantly for one. Or it's that's my secret blank. I am always blank. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you, uh, you you probably you've probably heard me say it before and just didn't Well, I th- I thought the quote just ended it. That's my secret, Captain. And oh no, it's the, that's that's my secret, Captain. I'm always blank. That's right. Okay, now I remember the quote. Yeah, yeah. So, need you to get angry, Banner. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry, and then that never comes <laughs> up again. Like they never. I yeah. I mean, Hulk goes through some shit. In the, in the later movies, that makes it his uh his self control kind of go all to hell. Well, I mean, like the the self control, yeah, but it's just like the fact that like he's constantly in the anger state, 
and can't just be like, all right, well, I'm already angry. Let's just turn into fucking Hulk. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I do find it kind of strange because, like, Mark Ruffalo is not a very angry-seeming person when he's playing Hulk. He mostly just seems kind of... Spastic. Scared. Yeah. I, I always find it funny earlier on when they're all arguing and because the staff is in the room and they're all fighting and stuff. And they're and then they just kind of turn to to Banner because he spoke up and they're like, "You need to calm down." And he's like the calmest person in the room. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and, and Hulk's just like, "Please stop yelling at me. I'm not angry." But then then he like has the staff randomly. It's like, oh, maybe he was angry and didn't realize it. I do I do feel bad for Banner though because Banner like just wants to be there to help because he's a scientist and all that and everybody's like we need the we need the big green guy and they're like he's like I don't want to fucking turn into the big green guy they're like we need the big green guy he's like, I guys no seriously this is this is the crux of my whole character how much I don't want to do this we need you to do it though <laughs> also the fact that like people also seem to severely misunderstand the fact that like Hulk is literally anger itself. Like, it is the physical embodiment of just pure rage. And I think they actually went over that in, uh, there's a animated one, where it's like Hulk versus Thor, I think is what it's called. And the main Mm. problem with that one is a a magical being literally separates the entity that is the Hulk from the entity that is Bruce Banner. So basically, you have Hulk without Bruce Banner in the back of his head being like, "You you need to not squish everybody. And it's basically it's basically just Hulk as an in, as the like embodiment of rage, just sure anger, running around rampaging. He's gonna punch it. You gonna fucking punch it, it, all the boys. It's always struck me as kind of odd in these movies how the Hulk is like the end all be all. He's like the strongest one, and like he's just an irradiated guy. Like, why is he so strong? Or like, or like I <laughs> why is he like... basically invincible? Why is every why is everything in the universe weaker than the Hulk? Or like, I heard somebody <laughs> arguing in in, uh, in Ragnarok when he jumps off of the ship and smacks on the Bif- Bifrost. You've seen mm-hmm. Ragnarok, right, Taylor? Uh oh, yes. I yeah. was saw it with you. You did. <laughs> I went to go see it twice. That's why, that's why I did remember. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I would I would go see it on my birthday because that's when it came out, and then like also, um, but yeah, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, when he like smacks down, like somebody was talking about, they're like, in all like in all like any situation, he's not the Hulk. There isn't necessarily like sure, there's probably some sort of like magic that they have to explain it, but like he is a human being just dropped from a giant height and smacked on a thing. He's dead. And he gets all angry and turns to the Hulk. It's like, yeah, I don't understand either. No, that's funny though. It's like, I mean, it was funny. It was one of the funniest parts of the movie. But like, Brad falls are inherently funny. <laughs> but it was more especially just... if they should be deadly. Yeah, it was more just the fact that like he falls down and then they're just like, it's just like he's just dead now. It's like, nope, he turned to the Hulk. Never mind. All of his bones are also fixed instantly. So, yay. Yeah. So. Yeah, we can talk more about Ragnarok when we get get to that one. Man, I'm fucking excited. Yeah, can't wait until I can't wait until the like the next the next phase is got some good. No, it has some actually. It has 
one of the best. And uh, I guess depending on, let's see, two two weeks the podcast should be from now. So theoretically, we might have all probably not all, but we'll have the ability to have all seen. Uh, so we might be able to talk about Infinity War a little bit, and then move into Phase Two. We'll see mm-hmm. how that goes. Um, well, we re- we really did not space this out correctly. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I just I didn't I didn't even think to do this until like the beginning of this week, and I was like, oh, this would actually be a really cool idea to do. So, because mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna briefly talk about uh, Infinity War, and then talk about Phase Two. Or we could just or we could go Phase Two, Phase Three, and then talk about Infinity War since Infinity War is part of Phase Three. Eh, that might make more I sense. Don't know. We'll, eh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll figure it out. It's it's all up in the air. We do plan some things, but not a lot of things. So, uh, for all all the listeners, uh, we do put out the episodes. We try to put out episodes every uh, every two weeks, um, as best the schedule. I didn't post last week's because. Or I didn't uh, post last week's on time because uh, I recorded it, and then immediately, like two days after I recorded it, I had to move. So all of my all of my uh, computer equipment was packed into a box, and I was like, "All right, great. Now that's not getting edited anytime soon." Um, uh, also, you can follow us on SoundCloud. It is uh, SoundCloud.com/slash/ffof underscore podcast, and. Uh, <laughs> I upload there. Uh, I try to do it every Monday uh, after uh, after we record these things on Saturday, which we do live on Twitch every other Saturday. And um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I, any other. I'm also trying to be more active on my Twitter and my Instagram now, which is also where you can follow that to see if you want to get updates. I will try and keep track of my Twitter so that I can update people more often, and basically say. Twitter. Hmm? I didn't know you had a Twitter. You? Yeah. Is a uh, Chatnami. So C H eight T N A M M Y. And uh, I try. I'll try and be more, a little bit more active on there to say, hey, you know, informing if I have issues of not being able to record or whatever. Uh, is there anything else that I need to like throw out there since I've already you know hoard myself out enough? I don't know, man. This is this is your pony show. I don't I don't know what I'm doing here. Right. Uh. Yeah. Well, I think. Oh yeah, we're also on iTunes. That was the other one. <laughs> That's uh, important. Yeah. I mean, sure. Um. So if you uh, if you are a Apple user and you know decide you want to listen to this at some point you can go there and rate us give us five stars make us make us popular on there so that other people will listen to it and i'm not just doing this talking to like three people but uh yeah and for, for anybody still watching this on twitch um i will try and be more avid about streaming just in general i've had a very busy semester in school so it's been very very hard to find a consistent time to but School's gonna be done in like two weeks, so. But mm. uh, I think outside of that, uh, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, 
back in like two weeks to talk about phase two of the Marvel Universe. Oh boy, I can't wait to talk about Ant-Man. Hey, I actually really liked Ant-Man, so fuck <laughs> you. Um, yeah, so thanks everyone. This has been Logan, Scott, and Taylor, the Flask Full of Failure podcast. Thanks again. Yeah. 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 <laughs>